Welcome into another episode of the Marvel Guys podcast. As always, I am Jordan, your host, and I am sitting next to the guy that probably just wants me to get on with it so we can talk about the final episode. How are we today, Spencer? Doing great, man. I'm uh I'm really excited for this episode. Very, very excited for this episode. More so than I've been for any other episode, I think. We're finally here. We yes. we made it to the end. Um, so excited. Uh, the first thing I want to say is to anybody that has followed us recently and is joining us for the first time, uh, thank you for listening. We are super appreciative to have even one listener. So anything beyond that is cake to us. And we have a lot of fun doing this. So we hope you enjoy it. Uh, because that's what this is all about. We're all just fans of Marvel trying to um, find our own niche in this whole crowd, and hopefully we can have some fun while we do it. Exactly. This is a uh, – it's been a fun ride so far, and uh cannot wait to see where this goes in the future because, to be honest, like, we're just having fun. You know what I mean? Like, and – if we get interactions with just one person or two people, like that's amazing feeling for us. So uh, thank you to, to the people that do listen and the people that uh, engage with us as well. It's awesome. All right. So we have so much to talk about here. We're going to start off with kind of a rehash of where we ended with the last episode of WandaVision. This is going to be a full preview of what we think is going to happen in the finale and also kind of just an episode to push us through to the final podcast episode that we'll have for you. A little bit of a fill in the blank. Um, as far as predictions go, we're going to give you some. You know, some of them might be a little wacky. Some of them may be um, grounded in comic book theory, uh, but we're just going to have some fun with it. And if you've heard these before, that's probably pretty common i think a yeah. lot of people are adding up to a similar story um but we're going to try to come at it a few different ways to give you guys some uh interesting thoughts to peruse so um at the end of last episode we kind of had everybody separated we we discussed how everybody that was a main character was with somebody else doing mm -hmm. something mm -hmm. um and that may sound very simple but it's very meaningful because at the end of the episode, we saw the kids with Agatha um, being held up by uh, like a a chain of magic, basically, yeah. with a collar. Uh, and then Wanda was basically, you know, confronting her, trying to get the kids back. Um, we also, in the cutscene had Monica coming to, uh, you know, help Wanda, I guess, um, and then running into Pietro. So those two are right now paired together because we don't know where the heck they're at. Uh, we also left off previous episode with Darcy by herself as Vision left her to go find Wanda. And so Vision's somewhere in the middle there. And then we also have Jimmy Woo on the outside with you know some of the uh, shield that were defectors. And we also have Hayward gearing up his white Vision for launch. So that kind of leaves us with uh, a lot of different places and ways we can go with these characters and these storylines. Um, what's the first thing that kind of stood out to you or what's what's prevalent in your mind? As far as like moving forward, like going from where we're at, like or just like who's with who? It's your 
It's um, your show. I think uh, I think what's interesting to me is like the the in credit scene with uh, what was that like two episodes ago? Because the previous episode, the post credit scene was the white vision. But then we also didn't even see Monica at all, I don't feel like, in the last episode, episode eight, because it was all basically centered around Wanda. But the last time that we saw Monica, um, she was confronted by Peter. Yeah. Because I have a theory here, but Peter and her eyes glowed like purple-ish. So um I do have a theory based off of that. Um, and I guess I'll just get right into it. Yeah. Um, I think in episode nine, we'll see this come to fruition. Peter is a real thing. I know that she said in the last episode that it was like a fake Pietro or whatever. But the idea here is that what kind of magic is used to bring somebody in? We know from the last episode that's chaos magic. And we know now that Wanda's the only one that can do that. So, with that being said, Agatha can't just create a fake Pietro and it just be Peter from the 20th Century Fox universe. No, it's not possible. So, she had to have Peter, like, in the flesh to create a fake Pietro to do her bidding. So. It's either that or she like, I don't know, took a strand of hair from him or something or but the idea is that yes, there that Peter is in this universe now, regardless of anything. And I think that he's actually still around as kind of like a body and he's not it's almost like uh how the characters were in the hex to begin with. Like they're real people, but in the hex, they're like acting out as something different. I think Agatha has the same kind of thing going on with Peter. And now it's possible that she has it on Monica as well um, because of the purple eyes that we saw. So I think that they could be actually used as kind of like a fodder of sorts to prevent Vision from getting to Wanda, to make it literally just Wanda versus Agatha. Um, but there's also, because this idea has kind of floated around that it's going to be like the ending of the episode will be basically like all of them versus Agatha. I think that's a little too overpowered, especially if Peter's there and he's used as like a hero fighting them. Um, because like, I feel like Wanda and Agatha is kind of overpowered now. I feel like Wanda would destroy like pretty not easily, but like it would happen for sure. She doesn't have like the experience that Agatha does, but her power is unmatched. So, right. Um, I don't, I don't think that they're going to have this massive team up on Agatha because I feel like something else is going to happen. Uh, that that's a more pressing matter. Um, but yeah, But um, I think the biggest one is probably going to be uh, obviously the white vision coming in. Right. Uh, yeah. That, that throws that's a the wrench into everything. Right. Um, I feel like he enters the hex, probably confronts 
vision right off the bat. Yeah, I would like, say like, the it, vision and white vision are going at it immediately. Right, 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 right. Um, something probably happens to Darcy. She's like knocked out or something. I don't, I don't know, like incapacitated. She's not part of it. Or there's still a possibility that she somehow helps all of them in some weird way. Um, yeah, I'm in between on Darcy right now. Because she's like, she's smart. She knows what's going on. So she has an understanding of things and she seems to grasp new concepts quickly. So she sees like a white vision. She probably knows about it already. Or it's something that she can easily find out. Um, there is another, I don't know. Hmm, this this is my my second big one. Like my biggest theory for this episode will be, you know, I'll I'll hang on to that for a little while. <laughs> but the the second biggest one is that Agatha survives it. Like Agatha like finds a way to sneak away, because I think that the White Vision is going to overpower the normal Vision, which will then throw the scent off of hey, we need to fight Agatha, and like, oh no, now we need to fight this white Vision, because Vision's going to die if he doesn't. So, um, while that happens, I think something goes on with Agatha. I think she's probably picked something up by now from Wanda, and maybe uh, uses some kind of dark magic, or harnesses some sort of power, and almost maybe kills her in doing so, but some sort of like chaos power or chaos magic and throws it to the bunny rabbit. And then we are revealed that the bunny rabbit, and I'm 50 50 on this, that it'll be either be Mephisto or a nightmare. And I'm actually kind of, I don't know. See, sometimes I lean a little more. Like sometimes I'm like 55% sure it's nightmare because everybody thinks it's Mephisto. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's a thing, right? Like when people start to catch on with Marvel and they're like, oh, it's going to be this person that does this. And then Marvel's like, ha, nope, gotcha. Like they always like slide something in that people were kind of expecting, but like they weren't really sold on it. And then people usually go with their gut instinct, which is wrong. So with that many people thinking that it's going to be Mephisto, I think it could be Nightmare. Um, right. And and it could be, and that may be, that's like the trend of like, we're almost right a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously at this point, they aren't editing anything. So um, <laughs> it, it could be, it could be the case. But if it is Mephisto, then, you know, they're going, the story was made five years ago. So right. um, I guess we'll, we'll find out. I, I think it's funny because like, a lot of your theory is not very popular and very few people are saying most of what you're saying. You're right. Right. Um, which is normal. It's <laughs> <laughs> very normal. Yeah. Um, I mean, if I remember right, when we were talking about in game, like a couple years ago, going into it, I was like, yo, Ant-Man's going to have the biggest part of this movie. Like he is for sure. The easily the biggest part of the movie. That's not and recorded almost, on any podcast. So it's not know. recorded on any podcast. That's sure. But every person that I talked to was like, no, there's no way. It's freaking Ant-Man. Like, and they thought I was joking because there was that whole joke around, like, 
Ant-Man like getting small and then like, you know, doing the thing where he gets inside of Thanos' yeah. body, blows up. Like, no, that was not what I was going for at all. I was actually like spot on with the idea that like Ant-Man and his knowledge of the quantum realm would be that important that he would have the single biggest part of the entire plot of Endgame. Yeah. And he did. And like, it's not like me saying that, yes, Nightmare is going to appear or this or that. It's just like sometimes you get these feelings and you just kind of like, you're like, you know what? I think it could be this because they're kind of giving me that. So. Well, and all this time travel has led us to, you know, multiverse situation that we're in. Um, it's kind of branched us out with all these TV shows and whatnot. But it looks like this is going to be the show that gives us the multiverse of the MCU. Um, so that's, I think, where I'm leaning with my, my bigger theory. Um, but as far as where everybody is, what they're up to, I do believe White Vision and Vision are going to have a battle. Um, I believe Vision is going to have the upper hand due to his, well, due to his emotion, um, due to his want to, due to his desire um, to not lose everything and to protect what he loves. And the other guy is potentially James Spader, by the way. Um, and he's emotionless. He's soulless. He's, he's just there to do his job, which makes him maybe more dangerous, but um, less resilient, I would say. So when you're dealing with robot versus robot, if one is a little bit more sentient than the other, it might give them a little bit of an advantage. Mm -hmm. um, but still, like, between those two, I, I I don't know if Vision, like, destroys White Vision or, you know, absolutely gets rid of him, but I think he'll, he'll get the upper hand on him. And I like the idea that Monica um, and uh, Pietro are kind of, like, trying to slow his progress. So... Uh, I think if Vision is able to handle White Vision, then he'll, you know, his journey is to get to Wanda ultimately. Mm -hmm. So I do like the fact that, you know, they will either be trying to stop him or if Monica's fully coherent, she's just going to keep everybody from getting in their way, her and Vision, from helping Wanda. Um, and I, it, it is kind of like, unless White Vision's gonna go crazy, we are missing a little bit of power on like the dark side. So you would think that you were going to get somebody like a Mephisto or a Nightmare to, you know, appear. And if this episode's about 50 minutes where they've, um, you know, been lately and what they're saying, uh, that's not a ton of time to mm -hmm. fill in a ton of characters, but it is enough time to tell individual stories and then maybe one culmination. So uh, I think... I think Wanda is going to go through her own roller coaster of emotions. And Agatha, though she's not more powerful than Wanda, sure, she does have one thing that Wanda wants. And I don't think she's going to let those kids go until Wanda is able to, um, or Wanda leaves or is, you know, not in the situation anymore. So, and whether the kids are real or not, um, I, I think they're real ish. I think they're hex real. Um, and I do think they'll be a part of the series or the MCU moving forward. But in this iteration, I do see them dying off um, or just, you know, being soaked back into whatever that was that created them in the first place. Uh, but I'm pushing more towards the theory of Wanda 
realizing she needs to escape this reality and jumping into the multiverse to try to protect what little she does have left. So I'm I'm not going to spell out the battle, you know, fight by fight because I'm not 100% sure what's going to go down between Agatha and Wanda. Um, but I do think that I agree this isn't the last time we're going to see Agatha or if you want to put it this way, I don't think she is killed. Um, I do think Vision has a shot of getting out of this thing, but only if there's some sort of soul stone reimagination that fits into his brain, uh, you know, his mind, uh, sorry, mind stone. Um, there's a lot of, a lot of stones. Um, and so when it comes down to the white vision versus vision, I think there's a chance he can envelop that vision's body, uh, with his soul, so to speak. Um, and then that would continue with a white vision story, but with Paul Bettany's, you know, touch. So I, I do think my, I guess my major things is I, I think I'm like 60, 40, that vision's going to be a part of this, the MCU in some capacity. And I believe it's through the white vision right now. Um, and then I also think Wanda is going to escape somehow using her magic to get to another reality, which will push us into Dr. Strange's um, multiverse as well as Spider-Man. Um, and then I don't know exactly what's going to go down with, with Monica, but it seems like she needs some leftover storyline to push her towards Captain Marvel. So we yeah. might get something where we have less resolution with a lot of characters and more That's... ideas and possibilities rather than the final, oh, wow, you know, this might be a resolution for a couple characters and maybe Vision's last hurrah on screen. It might be. Um, but I do think it's basically going to be like part one for like four characters. <laughs> uh, you, you, you led me right into it, so I'm just going to get to my, my big theory here. Because I like what you said about Monica, that you really didn't know what they could do with her story. So this is my big, big theory going into this thing right off the bat. Hayward is a scroll. That's why he has it out for Monica so much is because of what Maria and Captain Marvel and Talos were able to do. Like, I don't think, and that's why I think he was acting so weird in the last episode when Wanda was was coming in. And, like, he was wanting to expose her. He was wanting to have her create the white vision or create a vision that could be controlled by him. Because I don't think that he's a scroll that is, like, powerful enough to, uh, you know, like, take over by himself. And there might not be that many scrolls on board with his master plan anyways. So the idea is that we can manipulate heroes into working for us without knowing it, which is exactly what the scrolls kind of do anyways, because they kind of work in disguise. So can uh, a scroll see a scroll? Huh? Does, it, does a scroll inherently know that a human is a scroll? I would assume. I would think so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, I think Hayward's a scroll and I think that that's what Monica's, uh, end goal is in this episode is 
fighting Hayward, figuring out that he's a scroll, figuring out everything that's going on. Uh, because I think that this will be the longest episode. And I mean, we know that, but like, I think it's going to be a lot longer than people think. I think it'll be like an hour long. I don't think, I think it's not going to be 50 minutes. It's not going to be like close to 50 minutes. It'll be an hour long. And I mean like screen without time. The, okay. Yeah. Without the, without the five, six minute in credits. Um, but I will say this too. Um, there is a chance that we get this offering made because if we're dealing with Mephisto, we're, we're, we're really dealing with the devil, right? Like, yeah, basically. So what my thought is that we might have this scene where Agatha bargains on the behalf of Mephisto to basically get Wanda to use her her chaos magic on the bunny to bring Mephisto to this realm in exchange for her kids. And I'm, what I mean by that is not that her kids are free now, but her kids live beyond the hex. Right. Um, because, to be honest, when, when we're talking about, like, a couple, right, uh, like a husband and wife, if that husband dies and that wife has to grief and she doesn't have family, it's like the hardest thing in the world to go through. But if that husband and wife have kids, then it's still extremely hard and extremely difficult, but you still have those kids and those kids are an right. extension of your husband or your wife or whatever. So if vision, we know he can't survive outside the hex like this vision can't, if he does what you what you're thinking he does in which they're able to merge or like something which i don't think that's possible per se in this instance um because it appears to me that the white vision is actually powered off of like stark tech and it's a completely different type of like design so it's going to probably be completely foreign to vision Although there's parts that are the same and then there's like a process that's the same, there's going to be things that are just so foreign to him. Um, uh, so I don't think that it's possible, but it, it is a, it's like a, I don't know, a small percentage to me that, it, that they, they merge and that now vision can live outside the hex or whatever. Um, so I would assume that that could happen where, um, Vision dies or or whatever, but in the end, Wanda survives. She doesn't have the hex anymore, but she has these kids. And these kids are an extension of her family. Because if you look at it too, like one kid has the powers of her brother. The other kid has basically like her powers, but He's got the like a strange version. Yeah. He's got the um awareness and like cognitive abilities, not abilities, but like forward thinking that like vision would have. So there's still like part of vision that's with him, even though they're not like a it's not like a biological thing because it's impossible. Yeah, I'm not like, sure what happened there. Well yeah. they're magical, ultimately. Yeah. But each one has 
different qualities. And so I think that that could be an ending in which, you know, maybe, yeah, she's still without vision and then, and all of that hurts and it sucks. But from what we've seen throughout the whole course of the story, especially the last episode, she's still, she's grieving and she went through that grief process again. So it's possible that vision doesn't survive. The kids do after the deal made with Mephisto. Yeah. So. I like that. Yeah. My other big one is how does Dr. Strange fix fix into all of this? Like, how does he? There's part of me that thinks he's not going to do anything except just peek. I Just look yeah. like, like the Wicked Witch of the West through her crystal ball. Yeah. Just going to look in and be like, well, that's not right. This is my theory with that, is that uh, if we go that route where Agatha says, look, you know, we, we can come to an agreement here, uh, whatever. Mephisto pops up, all this stuff happens. I think Agatha goes back to the basement, like dips straight to the basement, tries to grab the dark hold. Boom, Doctor Strange is there and it's like, yo, uh, this is overdue. <laughs> and I need my late fee. And then she says, mm. I thought warlocks can't use their powers here. And he goes, I ain't no warlock, sister. <laughs> I'm master. I'm, the I'm a master. sorcerer. I'm, I'm, I do these arts. Yeah. Watch me with my hand. Right. That ain't magic. That's math. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Um, but yeah, I think uh I think that's where he pops up. I think he's it's possible that he really doesn't have that much of a like intervention in this whole thing. But if Mephisto's there, I think he will. Because if Mephisto's there and he's just there, I, I don't think he's just not gonna act on that. I think he totally will. Right. And there's also a possibility that he uses the time. This I think this would be the coolest scene, maybe in like. All right, so we got the wacky version coming up. I can already tell. Yeah. So I think this could be literally the coolest scene, maybe in like, if they do it. I mean, I know we're cramming a lot of stuff into one hour, but if we're really dealing with Peter here, not Pietro, Peter. What is his biggest quality that he's added? His character is added to the X Men movies. In the three movies he's been in, he's always had that really cool scene where everything slows down and he's right. doing stuff really fast. If they go that route where he does this, I think Doctor Strange uses the time stone and is like, looks, yeah, exactly. The Superman thing he uses the time stone to slow down time and then just opens up a portal, shoots him through it. Because I think that this Peter is still under the control of Agatha. And I think if Strange knows that, he's like, oh, I can shoot him back to his own universe and nothing like this never happened. And that eliminates one player off the board for the good guys. Yeah, exactly. Just I, I'm going to make just a, a like a 100% bet in Vegas. If, if you win this, it's like plus 30,000. It's, <laughs> if that scene really happens where he come or she comes downstairs to get the book and he is basically standing there yeah guaranteed he would be holding it and saying looking for something or looking for this that's just it, i can see it i can yeah. see it in my brain just you're looking for this and he's holding the book 
and oh that'd be so cool <laughs> because it'd come out of nowhere yeah and he doesn't really have like pronounced entrances other than the the portal mm-hmm. he's kind of quiet yeah so you know his place is quiet he's like a lives in a library basically i mean he, he moves stealthily very stealthily and that's the whole point like you're not supposed to know he's there and um, and she that's a good way to put it like she may not know he's there she pretty much will know where everybody's at because you know she's witchy and she can keep track of things and Obviously, when Wanda did her magic, she's like, "Oh, magic over here." Mm-hmm. Um, so Doctor Strange again. He, it's it's the it's arts. It's not like magic as mm-hmm. she knows it. It's not chaos, but it's not really witch magic. It's, it's like something a in between. Yeah, it, yeah, it's like it's like the math of magic. It's it's Pretty something much. that just makes sense. Well, it doesn't make sense, but in the <laughs> MCU, it makes sense. So I, I, I want to explore the world where agatha by the end of the episode is a sympathetic character because i think that's certainly possible that sympathetic character sympathetic character because of mephisto being or her whoever her companion is um perhaps being the rabbit because he can't become a human and which is you know hinting towards what you were saying earlier using Wanda to bring back Mephisto in exchange for the kids or in exchange for something. Um, maybe, I mean, there's there was little subtle hints that Agatha has a heart. When she was going back through the timeline, she was making jokes, mm-hmm. but, you know, she, she teared up for a moment. She mm-hmm. was authentically kind of trying to figure things out. Like, there was a purpose to what she was doing. She wasn't mm-hmm. just trying to make her go through a bunch of you know, bad memory. She wanted to make sure I know who this person is. She looks like she probably wanted to be the Scarlet Witch of her time, but she wasn't, she wasn't powerful enough. Um, and her mom looks, looks like she was the Scarlet Witch. Um, so she's always been jealous of the Scarlet Witch. And so maybe it's not the protagonist by any means, but we could be like, Oh, I kind of get where Agatha was coming from. She was stuck without the person she knew and trusted and loved, even if it is the devil, maybe that's the only person that made her feel happy. And so there, there's a world where at the end of the episode, we do not think of her as the main villain. And maybe Hayward takes over that mantle, um, depending on how, you know, we see him. I'm a, I'm a stop you right there, man. This is where I think it's going to be a little different. I think Mephisto pops up. I think Agatha dies at the end of the episode easily. Why? Because I, if it's Mephisto, this is what I think has happened so far in the timeline. I think that she made a deal with Mephisto because Mephisto saw her raw power and said, oh, she's the Scarlet Witch. But he didn't know that she wasn't. And gave her this immense power that she used to defeat her own coven. I don't think her mom was the actual Scarlet Witch. I think she was some different like type of witch. Could I don't be. think she was the Scarlet Witch. But the idea is that she absorbed all of their power. And it's because of Mephisto. But in doing so, Mephisto somehow trapped uh, maybe the actual Scarlet Witch from the past that we don't know the identity of yet acted out and cast out Mephisto or something else happened. Maybe the Sorcerer Supreme of the time cast Mephisto out or turned him into a rabbit or whatever. Um, 
So if Mephisto comes back to this reality in this sense, he'll all automatically know that Wanda is the Scarlet Witch and that I don't need Agatha anymore because she's not the Scarlet Witch. I need the Scarlet Witch, so you're dead to me. Like, I don't need you. Thank you, but you're dead to me. Wanda going to make a deal with the devil? Possible, which I think is how she gets her kids. Like Maybe that's, that's what Strange stops. Yeah. It, it could easily be what what strange stops um but in doing so the thing that i don't like is that i don't personally i cannot see how wanda becomes a villain for doctor strange 2 i don't see it it's i don't think it's possible i don't think it's in her blood to be a true villain no i, and I don't think the, she's an anti-hero i could see it i i can't because of what's going on in the show right now and, like, the only way that that Strange would cause it, like, he can't cause it, I don't think. There's no way. Even if he interrupts their deal and says no, if he thinks that it's that problematic, he's already seen the future or whatever. He can see the future. He can go back in time and fix it. Right. That's such a cheat code. It is. So, like... He'll probably already know what the probability of things would be and how to say it and what to say before he even steps out there. So that's where I think Doctor Strange is like, he's going to have a really cool scene, I think, but it's he's not going to have that big of a part. It's just going to be like a building block for what's to come. I but I definitely you, think that... There's one thing Doctor yeah. Strange doesn't know. What's that? When is Black Widow actually going to come? <laughs> dude all right sorry oh my Continue. gosh Continue. yeah I, I mean that's true that's, that's true it's, it's been a minute yeah. like we're 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 chilling we're waiting yes all i right. mean c come on continue your i, I threw <clears throat> you off but i mean come on yeah for sure come, yeah, come on i mean it's it's been a whole year yeah it's been a year yeah over a year since the first trailer right oh yeah easily, easily. so come on but um yeah, I think that's exactly what happens. I think I think uh, if it is Mephisto, I think Agatha dies very quickly uh, as soon as he pops up because he's going to be like, oh, you brought me back to this world. Oh, that's the Scarlet Witch word? Well, that would definitely oh, make I don't her need a sympathetic you. character. <laughs> yeah. If he's like, yeah. oh, I'm back. She did, she worked her whole life to bring him back, and all of a sudden he's like, you know, get out of here. Yeah, yeah, She's exactly. better looking. Because, he mean, dude, he's the devil. That's true. You cannot trust the devil. You can't just, like... If you've never seen the yeah. Twilight Zone episode where a guy makes a deal with the devil, ah, it's fantastic. It's, the it's, it's the really, best. really good. It, it gives you, uh, it's like the old adage, uh, you, you took care of a snake and it, it bit me. Like, why exactly. did it bite me? It's because it's a snake. It's because it's a snake. You know, snake's a snake. So, uh, yeah, I, I think that that's a, a possibility here. If it's Mephisto, I, I'm still leaning towards the idea that it's Nightmare. And I think that that's where Strange comes in. If it was betting odds, I think neither would be the most likely. But I do think there's a good chance one of them pops up. Yeah. Or sure. somebody else. Yeah. There's a good chance somebody pops up that we've never even heard of. I mean, who knows? Uh, that's... We don't know what's <laughs> going to happen. Yes. Absolutely, Period. dude. Uh, I mean, Agatha came out of nowhere. You know? Like, nobody was yeah. predict predict predicting before we saw WandaVision trailers, that, oh, Agatha Harkness is going to be the most key, you know, character <laughs> in the next major series. Right. Nobody knew that. 
they're pulling people out of stories that they want to work with. There's mm-hmm. really no vivid rhyme or reason to it. Right. Exactly. Um, man, I, I really would like to see that Peter scene, though. I think that would be cool. That would be so cool, man. Um, just the idea of, like, because when you really think about it, man, Quicksilver is one of the most overpowered characters in in Marvel. Like speed and that kind of speed is amazing. Speed kills everywhere. Exactly. They like the only caveat to that is probably that like DC's Flash is probably insanely more powerful than Quicksilver. But Quicksilver in the Marvel universe is still extremely powerful. Um so that's that's a little nod to to DC fans. Uh, I'll give you that one, for sure, one million percent. The Flash is like probably the most overpowered character in DC, like over Superman. But that's just me. Um, Catch us on our DC Power Ranking episode <laughs> of the Marvel Guys podcast. Uh, Previously on Wandavision. Yeah, back back to Wandavision, <laughs> folks. Uh, but yeah, um, Quicksilver is extremely overpowered, but I think that when you really, really dissect this whole thing, Doctor Strange is literally the, there, there's nothing comes close. Not on Earth. Nothing comes close on Earth. You're right. Like, well, no. Scarlet could potentially blow them both up. Nope. I, I think she could. I, I think that the powers <laughs> that she possesses, it's the cheat code. It's it's the same. She's every bit as powerful as Doctor Strange when it comes to raw power. It's yeah. just he has like thousands of years because he, you know, sees time differently mm-hmm. of more experience than her. And that's so important, obviously. Yeah. I mean, but, he harnesses I mean, his craft. If she if she didn't care about her own health though, this should be a nightmare for anybody. Haha, <laughs> nightmare. Um but yeah, I don't I don't know. I think She's extremely powerful for sure, but dude, Doctor Strange, man, like, yeah, he can create awesome. portals. He could just get rid of his problems. He literally, <laughs> literally can get rid of his problems. It, it doesn't matter. Like, oh, you're ninety thousand feet tall and like the strongest thing to ever exist. Oh well, I can just like portal half of your body and split you in two, and you're dead. Ooh, like that's tough, dude. What? Like, <laughs> that's his thing. Like we saw that in Infinity War. Call Obsidian was trying to reach for, uh, uh, was it Peter or, t- or Tony? And he just opens up a portal and, like, cuts his arm off and sends him into, like, Antarctica. <laughs> like, that's, he just gets rid of his problems. That's all it is. And if something happens that's catastrophic, it's the cheat code. He can just use the time stone and go back and redo it and get rid of his problems again. Yeah. Like In Endgame, they didn't even allow Doctor Strange and, and Wanda to play. <laughs> they really didn't because they're too powerful. They they gave them obvious. Actually, Doctor Strange was like, it's like the the mom that takes care of the whole party. <laughs> like he yeah. set the table. He was doing the dishes while everybody else was fighting. He was keeping everybody else from dying. Right, right. Which and is stopped like a a tsunami. From oh the, yeah, the battlefield. Yeah, which is insane in his own right because like he knew ahead of time. Sure. Which is awesome. Like, he knew, like, oh, I have to do this, and I have to do this 
the right way. Can you imagine playing that guy in rock, paper, scissors? Oh, it, oh, it, a game it, of war, he'd be like, he'd be look at the first card time. and he'd be like, yeah, let's not play. I win. <laughs> yeah. I already know. Ba- before you, you deal the do? cards. Before you deal the cards. Are you going to say, no, you're wrong? It, does that count as a victory? Because if I don't want to, who, who finishes a game of war? Yeah. If, if, if Dr. Strange knows who's going to win, just. You know, let him do his thing. Imagine how insane his KD and Cobb would be. Yeah, uh, like, the guy's just the cheat code at everything. <laughs> like you just flick him real quick, and he just like reverses time, and then just flicks you. That's insane. He's crazy, and yeah. so if he if he has a large imprint on this show, then yeah, there's going to be some funny stuff happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like he also knows his own powers, and he doesn't meddle where he doesn't need to. So that's true. I, I think the most likely thing with him is that he checks in on things, maybe verbally, you know, scolds or recommends something. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think he's going to get too physically involved. Yeah. Nor do I think he's really needed unless we get if we get like a superstar villain. Then maybe we'll see Doctor Strange take the gloves off. But yeah, I don't see like a Mephisto or a Nightmare going crazy on wanda and vision or any you know monica i I don't see that happening i for one i don't think it's necessary and two a guy like mephisto especially really likes to operate from the shadows so Mm -hmm. i don't see him being like this you know what if danny devito pops out you know (laughs) um nightmare perhaps because i think i think nightmare is like number one for uh, antagonist for Doctor Strange right now. We don't really know, but where's where there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah, I think that that's a total thing. Is that, and this could be a setup for that for sure. Like we could be, we could see her make a deal with Mephisto, and then that's like it, and then he just kind of vanishes into the distance, like kills Agatha, vanishes into the distance. I'll um, be curious to know if they did did any re-editing uh, as the season happened. What do you mean by that? Like, based on public perception, did they change things later in the season at all? Like, did they throw things in there? Because Ooh. I think part of them wanted to use WandaVision as a launching platform for many other things. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they have a big audience right now, a lot of people are watching WandaVision, maybe more than they thought, and you have to give them something. You gotta, you gotta make it worth the journey. Because if if you don't, if you leave it all hanging. You're not um, you're not taking care of those that aren't like MCU fanatics and they just want to watch a TV show, you know. Yeah. So you have to balance the setting up the future with a resolution now. Um, so that's gonna be tough to do, and I don't know if they maybe did a little bit extra, um, just to give them that oomph, or they're just letting it fly because they have the credence to do it at this point. They have the cachet, um, so I'm sure they're not worried. We could see, uh, um, I think maybe the end credit scene to me of this would probably be Nick Fury. Uh, <laughs> full circle. Uh, yeah, because I think that he, because I, I, I'm 100% sold. I, I truly think Hayward is a scroll, like an evil scroll. Um, and if that's the case, and like Jimmy Woo and Monica and Darcy defeat him. Like Fury's gonna know what's going on, probably, and then he's gonna pop in and be like, "Yo, you took care of business. Like, hey, you guys get a pat on the back and a recommendation, and you know now you're the new leader of uh, Sword." So, 
I, I think that that could be a whole thing at the the post credit scene, which could set up Captain Marvel too. So, I don't know. I, I think that that could be where we leave off with, and that where we come full circle really with Monica's story, uh, because it does seem like it's also based around her, like. Yeah, she as was much the as... early protagonist. It felt like once you got out of Wanda's uh, world. Yeah, yeah. Like there, there was literally two protagonists in this whole story, and that was Wanda and Monica. Um, not to say that Vision wasn't like we know. Okay, yeah, he sure he's protagonist. It might end up being Vision Vision's story. We'll see. It, it could. We it will could. see. Um, I'm intrigued by that because if if Vision's if this is the last time we see Vision or Paul Bettany as Vision. Um, then it certainly will be momentous because he's been a part of a lot of a lot of different things uh, now. And if he perhaps sacrifices himself to launch something else, somebody like Monica um, or even Wanda, like Wanda's just getting started in the MCU, really, um, mm-hmm. then that would be huge. I mean, he's setting the table uh, for the next generation. For sure. I mean, he's he's an awesome character, and he's also... As we move forward, he's one of those characters that's like has direct ties to Tony Stark and Bruce Banner left. Like, we're going to be getting into a territory within the next 10 years where we're going to have characters that maybe don't have that connection at all to Tony and, and Bruce or right. any of the other Avengers. He could be the one that does. Um, and like, yeah, there's other Avengers out there. You know, Clint Barton is one. I have a whole theory on that too. But um, you know, there's I don't know. There there's a lot, a lot to unpack because when we're really getting into this multiverse, and and like we've talked about plenty of times before too, we don't really know when someone's last movie is. We can make a guess and we can look at the contract situations in, in real life and say, oh, this is the last movie with this person, you know, like we did with Endgame. We were like, oh, this is Tony and and and, and, and this is or Robert Downey and uh, Chris Evans' last movie. So, yeah. like, oh, one of them's going to die. Like, like, no, we, we, you don't know that for sure, because at any moment in time. Feige can go up to the one of those dudes and be like, yo, here's this insane contract offer. We're going to give you a ton Here of money to come back money. for this one movie. Yeah. And we're just going to keep it one movie deals as much as we need you. That's the funny thing is that at this point, they've earned that right to say, I'd like to do one picture at a time. And mm-hmm. they've earned the trust. You know, back Chris Evans said that he turned down Captain America initially like, like twice because he didn't want to do six six movies. And yeah, it's funny because back in the day, we were always like, who has a contract ending, you know, Um, because that means that's who's going to die, obviously. (laughs) And it was almost like a way to protect themselves to kill them off. But they were always looking to, you know, if it's successful, you want to keep doing more. Um, And, you know, if we want to play that game, Paul Bettany seems is still under contract. So, Mm -hmm. um, of course, there's many different ways he could go. He he is Jarvis. So that's true. um, There's there's certainly possibilities there with spider-man and and beyond because i don't think we've seen tony stark's last last day in the mcu either um definitely not especially the multiverse coming out that's one of the things that i i think a lot about is when you look at in game and you look at several scenes in there and you look at the still shots of those scenes 
like the like the one that we looked at the other uh, a few weeks ago. We're talking about like Tony going back in time and stuff and like messing with time. Yeah, like that's a whole possibility. So there could uh, there when you get into the multiverse, man, you're getting into craziness. Yeah, like, I mean, literally anything can happen at this point. Yeah, and it can be justified yeah. with one word. I don't really want to see it happen, but it's very easy that we could see Michael B. Jordan as Black Panther because there's obviously going to be a reality in which right. Killmonger is the Black Panther. Yeah, like, and they may reference that at some point. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I'd be fine with that. Um, there's there's so many things out there that that can happen, yeah. and it's and that's what the beauty of the multiverse, and that's why, you know. It it is so hard to predict what is gonna happen with this Marvel stuff, like because anything can happen. Like you have an unlimited like database to draw from now. What if what if that's a whole show? Tony Stark was <laughs> the cameo. How oh, that would be <laughs> you know, it's uh, literally a cameo. Wow. That's yeah. all it would be. But what if I mean, come on. I can't stop <laughs> smiling right now. Just like, yeah. just the idea. Like, they've created this scenario where anything can happen. And you're like, yeah, checks out. Yeah. Makes sense. Something you know? that'll blow your mind right here. And uh, I saw this uh, earlier today and it made me cry. I'm not going to lie. The whole theory behind, I don't know if you've heard of this or not, but the whole theory that they say behind the Stan Lee cameos is that. In Endgame, when Cap comes back to the future, it was actually supposed to be Stan Lee as old man Cap. And that the entire time we saw Stan Lee in those cameos, that was actually just Cap checking in on his friends. Making sure that things were going the right way. That would have been interesting. Yeah. This better not be Deadpool. That's all I know. (laughs) The cameo's Deadpool. I'm out. (laughs) Dude, if if we get... so mad. No, bro, if... Think about uh, it though. If like we get cameos from Deadpool from now on, like the Stan Lee ones, that would be so awesome. Yeah, I mean it'll it'll be easy. He's got oh. ten, ten pictures and he's never even done one for him yet. So yeah. Ah, my goodness. Um, there's us with the contracts again. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm super excited to see where everybody's left off of or left off. You know, at. Um, I think my strongest theory that I just would like if I was stamping it in. Um, would be that Wanda does escape realities into a, a separate one. Hmm. Um, she pr- wants to preserve the hex, but knows that um, she can't. I, man, that the only reason I won't go with this one, which is my favorite, um, where she expands the hex to create a world of mutants or to spawn mutants, I should say, um, that are already you know already have the gene. Um, but it's too early. Like it, it's it's really hard to do that right now, um, unless you just put it on the back burner, uh, for a bit, or just it, it's really hard because like we've seen that um, Monica was born with something, or she was given it by Captain Marvel or whatever. She has it, and she got in the hex and is now super. Um, and we theorize that that is happening because she already had something inside of her like period so the mutants rise because the mutant gene was activated by the right the mutant through. gene that has been dormant right. would be activated and she would encapsulate the entire earth with this hex mm-hmm. um 
but part of the problem there is that like the hex kind of like destroys people. <laughs> yeah. And so if you're not super, it like messes with your blood. Um, they but you know all the all of Hayward's men are men and women are in there right now, and they're they're gonna be okay. So I guess if you go through it once, you're like kind of okay. But if you go through it twice, that's when your blood starts to change. Mm. Um, or maybe it doesn't do anything to them, and her blood is just changing because she is super. I don't know. Um, but the whole like let there be mutants thing, and then uh, creating maybe Earth in her image where she becomes this divine uh, character, a god, goddess. Uh, that that seems like my like most favorite thing. <laughs> yeah, I like. But that. it's hard to see it happening right now because of all that's going on, and you know, there we still have like Spider Man's around the corner, and and Doctor Strange is coming up with multiverse. So it's it's a lot easier to focus on the multiverse theory of things rather than like the current Earth that we're standing on. So I don't know. It's wait and see. I do think. I think that could be in the future. Um, or perhaps maybe she escapes uh, after doing that. Maybe she goes off to her own place and says, you deal with these people. Don't come after me. You have enough problems now. Um, you know, protect me. So I don't know. I, I want her to be like absolutely destroyed. <laughs> Sorry, Scarlett. Um, emotionally. And just want to do anything to make herself feel protected and like she won't be hurt again. And mm. I think that's the the strongest thing she could do. I don't know if she has the powers to do it at the moment, but if she's like ticked off enough, maybe she'd have enough power to explode, you know, and cover the entire earth cuz she's already kind of in pain as she's doing it just in New Jersey. So, we'll see, but I I'm intrigued with that that idea. Uh what I like about that idea, what I really love about that idea, and I'm glad you brought that up is because it ties directly into what my think my biggest reveal will be in Falcon and Winter Soldier, which is the exactly the next series, and we'll be picking up right when this ends. Like, there's like what a week between the two. So in, like, in our world, yes, and I'm curious to see where it happens uh, in the timeline for the MCU. We don't really know yet, but um, but yeah, I think should make sense of some things. The, the biggest thing that I have for, and I've already talked about it, so it's not even like a thing. Like it's not like a you know protected or whatever. But like my biggest thing for Falcon and Winter Soldier, I think, is just based off of the trailers that we saw. We saw the flag of Madripoor, so I can't help but assume that this is where Wolverine pops up for the first time, and we see a new like MCU Wolverine. Because why not? And if you're gonna go off of that. Well, that would be where, interesting. Yeah, exactly. Because that would lead it Wanda, into it. Yeah. Exactly. It leads directly into it. So give him, give him a hint. Yep. And then you'd bring out the king of the mutants, really. I mean, mm. you know, for, for, for real. us, for, yeah, for yeah, our for generation. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Because, dude, Wolverine is Wolverine. Yeah. If there's one X-Men, Spider-Man, Hulk, Wolverine. That's like the probably yeah. the top three characters growing up that you saw everywhere. Yep. Marvel-related. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Superman and Batman have something to say about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, I think that's I, I love that idea because it ties directly into what I think will happen in Falcon and Winter Soldier. So, um, one thing that I didn't even realize the second Spider Man movie takes place after WandaVision, 
Yes. Kind of wild. Yeah, because it's like a month after or something, and, and this is like two weeks two after. Weeks. Yeah. Yeah, so that's why, like, that's why it's tough because whatever she does can't have, like, changed the world <laughs> enough to where Spider-Man couldn't happen. Yeah. You know, they're in Europe, but regardless, that's that's where it's, like... I mean, that does make sense. A little though, odd. Right? But they didn't really venture too far from literally their, like, little neighborhood that they were in in Europe. So, I don't know. But there was a whole, uh, heavy scroll presence in that movie, so there could be some scroll activity and things could be uh, activating all at the same time. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying, man. Hayward's a scroll. Yeah, I mean, I can see it. He's he's weird. He's he's acting how you wouldn't expect somebody to act if they're really trying to get something positive done. Yep. It's just nothing he, makes sense. Very pushy. Very pushy. Like he's like, oh, I have my opportunity. I'm gonna make the most of it. Are you completely casting out the option that he is a manifestation or working for a Mephisto or a nightmare? Or do that's you think like, that's possible? To me, that's like a one percent possibility. Whereas I would say eighty percent of that is that he's a scroll. One percent of that is that he's like a manifestation. The other is like he's just unchanged and that he's just evil white dude in a suit. <laughs> I thought you said evil dude in a white suit, and I was like, Wait, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Don't wear a white suit. Yeah. Um Yeah, it, it all makes sense to me. Um there's so many ways this thing can go. Uh, what 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 happens to our dear friend Darcy? What happens with her? Like I said, I think part of me says she'll just be incapacitated because she's not that big of a character, and we're gonna be exploring territory in which we have a bunch of powerful beings in one enclosed space. So they're not really important, but you have to pick up with these people. Like, you have to pick up with Jimmy Woo. Yeah, you can't just you leave can't them. You can't just leave them there because what the heck? So it's possible, it's very possible that Vision sees some stuff going down and is like, yo, we got to get you out of here. And he just, like, yeets her out of the hex. So, yeah. And then her and Jimmy work together to try to bring down Hayward, who they now know is a scroll because that might be where it gets revealed in front of Jimmy and Darcy because... He probably knows, oh, I'm more powerful than they are. There's nothing they can do about it. But then Monica pops in for the save and defeats him. So that could be what her role is. What are the chances? Okay, so if, if we turn it on, White Vision speaking, and it's James Spader, what's the possibility that that's just like Ultron and that's his first way of getting back into the MCU? Do, do you give it any weight? No. Okay. I I know. <laughs> I know. I know that that that's a, a big want for you and, and many other people is It'd to get nice. Ultron back in. It seems like, I don't know, White Vision is going to be an interesting uh, data set for us to, to figure out what's going on moving forward because he's very, he's a lot of things he does in the, the comics, um, mm-hmm. in this story, the California um, you know, Vision Scarlet Witch. But... <clears throat> West Coast Avengers? Yeah, if if we... If we go with like the true white vision stuff, then it's possibility that Scarlet would like take him into this alternate reality, mm-hmm. and then they decide we can't be together because we don't know each other. <laughs> yeah, like I'm um, even I'm not programmed for this. Right, 
like he <laughs> doesn't actually know her anymore. But even if he has the soul, they might go. It was just this is too much. You know, we've been yeah. through too much, and we keep losing each other. Maybe we're best separate. Um, but then you know, the sky's the limit. With if we get a if White Vision survives this episode, that's where it gets really interesting because that's mm-hmm. that opens up so many doors. And I, I was watching, uh, I was watching New Rock Stars, uh, one of the episodes, and they were talking about how Jimmy Woo and Darcy need their own TV show. I'm oh, totally cool. down with that. I would be down with that. Like too. a a crime TV show where they're like, you know, the the officer and the the science girl. A new Agents of Shield, basically. Yeah, like, but one that is uh really good. <laughs> I don't it's know. Agents that... of Shield is okay, but I just I, couldn't. We couldn't get into it. Right. It's too much. It's too much. Yeah, and it's too much to catch up on now. Yeah, it's it's just a lot. It it feels too much like a regular TV show to me. Yeah. Like I don't watch NCIS. You exactly. Know? <laughs> um but, you know. I whatever. I see that's the thing too is that I know that one of my favorite characters pops off in that show and I'm like maybe I'll just watch the episode he pops off in. <laughs> and that's yeah, about it. it. But um, like yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I I I can't see myself going through agents of shield i know it's canon too it is it's kind of is like i i just the dark hole is colson is in shield colson was like nice because he's this character that like a friendly neighbor you see once in a while and you're like that guy's cool but you don't really invite him over right you and know? now they've invited him over and now it's like oh he's the star of the show <laughs> you're kind of pushing it i'm okay um but hey people that seen it they're they're, they're oh yeah sold on there's it. nothing wrong with it yeah um they really love it. So I guess when we sum up what's going to happen post WandaVision, and we will have a preview for Captain, uh, sorry, not Captain, Jesus, always Captain, Falcon <laughs> and Winter Soldier, um, Captain Question Mark. That's what it Captain Question Mark. Captain Crunch Jim Mark. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, we don't know. We, we've, we've seen from the trailer. Well, we'll get, we'll get into it. Um, but. Yeah, I, I'm just super excited for, for WandaVision to come to a close because that means we have more around the corner. And WandaVision's story was always meant to be the first of many other things. So again, if you don't get a true resolution for some of the things, don't be disjointed. It's just the first act of a three-part play. And so uh, I'm super excited. I hope one of our theories makes the list. You know, Maybe maybe none of them do. We'll see. Yeah. Um, what what's your most likely thing that you've said today that you think will take place in the in the uh, final episode? Mm. Could be it could be applied to anybody, or it could be Goofy. It could be Darcy. It could be whatever you want. I'm gonna say I feel really confident in two of them. I feel really confident that Hayward's uh, a scroll. Hayward's a scroll, <laughs> and I feel really confident that we're gonna get a scene in which Agatha goes to try to retrieve the Darkhold and runs into Doctor Strange, and he makes some kind of corny joke like I made about okay. the late fee or whatever on the book being overdue. <laughs> right. Like I, I think that's those are likely possibilities. Okay. I, I think mine would. Yeah, I guess likely is a, a strong word. I I think there's some version of Wanda. Dipping, just getting out like getting of out. Dodge, yeah, going off to another reality. How it's done, I'm not 100% sure. I've given you ideas, but I think she's going to leave this reality with somebody, maybe just herself, but I think she'll have others. Um, but yeah, she's gonna, she's gonna leave, and maybe 
maybe when you uh, look back on that scene where she saw herself in the future, we think um, when she had the the stone, you know, presence in front of her, she had that little portal where she could see the Scarlet Witch, you know, when she was just a poor little uh, political writer or whatever you want to say. Yeah. Um, we may get that visual again of she's off in her own land and she's fully powerful, perhaps long in the future, maybe in a cameo or not a cameo, again, cameo. This word is driving me crazy in an end credit scene. Mm. Um, I think we could get two end credit scenes for this one because it's a finale. Um, Possible. But yeah, I, th- I think that's a possibility. I think the most likely thing is that she leaves uh, to another reality and that will spawn the multiverse um, that has always existed in theory, but will now be practiced and uh, we'll see it pop up on screen and it'll lead us to maybe a Sinister Six and Spider-Man and, um, you know, the, the sky's the limit for, for a multiverse. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. I'm I'm excited. I want to see it now. We're only two days away. You guys will be here uh, on Wednesday or, or later. Um, we will bring you a recap on Friday. And we would love for you guys to let us know what you think. This wasn't too long of an episode, just about an hour. But it got all of our thoughts and, and feelings out. And we can't wait to hear from you guys. We will talk to you Friday. And we would love for you to have a wonderful week. And enjoy the rest of WandaVision. Peace.